Ladies and gentlemen, this is America's Healthcare Advocate Show. Hello, America. Welcome to America's Healthcare Advocate Show. Separating fact from fiction. The issue of healthcare. It's still a government-run health insurance plan. We will provide you with a choice. It's going to cost millions of Americans their jobs. Broadcasting coast-to-coast across the USA. Uh, Susan's calling from Kansas City, Missouri. Marsha from Pittsburgh. My very special guest today, Grace Marie Turner, president of the Galen Institute. Welcome back, Grace Marie. Well, Carrie, it's a pleasure to be with you. And I do have to say, you are the most knowledgeable about health policy. Just superlative. And now, ladies and gentlemen, America's healthcare advocate, Carrie Hall. Hello, America. Welcome to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. I'm your host, Kerry Hall. My producer, Mr. Jim Moore. My very special guest in studio, Claude Thau of Target Insurance Services. Welcome, Claude. Hi, how are you? Well, it's good to have you back. Thank you. We're going to have an interesting show. Claude is a recognized national expert on long-term care, named as one of the five most influential and important people in long-term care by Senior Market Advisor Magazine in the United States. I've worked with Claude for a long time. This show is about long-term care. So all of you out there who are in the sandwich generation with parents in their 70s and 80s, all of you like me, who are chronologically challenged and 60 plus, all of you who have parents, maybe you're 40 years old and your parents are, you know, starting to become 70, 75. This show is going to be of tremendous interest. We're going to talk about long-term care. We're going to talk about the myths that surround long-term care. Here's one I really like. Medicaid will pay for it. Oh no, Medicare will pay for it. No, neither one of them will. We're going to talk about some of that in this broadcast. We're going to separate fact from fiction here. We're going to tell you the real cost of being in a nursing home or long-term care facility. We're going to offer you some white papers that explain a lot of this information to you. So stay tuned today. Listen and learn as we have a nationally renowned expert in studio, Bob Thau, with us today talking about long-term care insurance. Thank you for making us one of the most listened to talk shows throughout the United States. I do appreciate all of your emails, feedback, and phone calls. Please tell your friends, neighbors, and coworkers about us. And make an appointment to join us each and every week. This is Appointment Radio for America's Healthcare Advocate Broadcasting here on the HIA Radio Network. All of these shows are streamed on the Internet. If you're out of the broadcast area, you can go to my website, americashealthcareadvocate.com, americashealthcareadvocate.com. Click on the local radio uh, logo and listen to the show live, just like we're doing it over the air on the radio. Now, you hear this today and you want to tell you, I'll give you an example. I had two sisters come in my office uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, one had one idea about how she wanted to handle long-term care with her dad, and the other one had another idea about how they wanted to handle long-term care with their dad. You, you, you hear this and you want to tell your sister, you want to tell your brother, maybe you want to tell your mom and your dad, your grandmother, whatever the case may be. We're going to post this show on the website. It'll be up there Monday at 2.30. You can go back to the website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. The show will be posted up there so you can listen to it It's in, in its entirety. If you want to tell your sister, your uncle, your mother, your father, your siblings, whatever the case may be, hey, this is something that we could do. Uh, this is what we need to do. Here are the things we're going to be facing. We're going to put a lot of information out there today. I will not take phone calls in the show. If you want to call us, there are operators standing by. If you want information, when you hear this broadcast today, 877 877- 
385-2224. That is the phone number with operators standing by. They'll take your information. I'll get back to you after the broadcast. 877-385-2224. Or you can go to the website and send me an email, americashealthcareadvocate.com. All right. Once again, Claude, welcome to the show, and thank you for taking time to be here today. You know, one out of two Americans over the age of 65 are going to require either nursing home, uh, uh, assisted living facility, or in-home care, right or wrong. That's, that's right. Okay. So, so having said that, why do you think it is that we have such a difficult time getting people to understand the urgency of this situation? We're living longer, Claude. I'm 62. Okay. I'm mm-hmm. in great health, and I pay attention to it and do a lot of things to make that happen. But, you know, on average, Americans are living, you know, we're going to have more 100-year-old Americans in this country this year than ever before in the history of this country. People are living longer. Medical care is better. People are paying more attention to a lot of things. You know, why do you think we have such a hard time getting people to understand you better have some kind of protection for your estate and your family, and it better be a long-term care policy? Well, I I think a lot of it is that, frankly, I think the industry hasn't done as good a job as they can in communicating the issues to the public. And, you know, I think, uh, personally, I think there, people can, can be divided in, of course, a number of different ways, but one is into planners versus non-planners. Oh. And the messaging to a non-planner is a very different messaging than to a planner. And oftentimes what you'll find is a family where one of the spouses is a planner and one of the spouses is a non-planner. Y- usually but, it's <laughs> the woman, by the way, interestingly enough, at least a planner, in my experience. Is yeah. a planner, yes. yes. The woman is more likely to be the planner in our society today. So we have to have different messaging. And for example, I know you use tools which help people to have very concrete, numeric, uh, customized value propositions specific for them that help them to make an informed decision quickly. And that's, that's rare in our industry. Yeah, but it's important that they can make a, a decision and make it quickly and that they can make a decision and see that this is really very affordable. I, I want to go to something, and I, I kind of changed, you know, we had talked about how we we're going to do the broadcast, but I'm going to kind of jump ahead here with something, because I get this all the time, and it is so frustrating, and it is so, uh, it, it is such a myth, and it, and, and it, is, it is such a false uh, statement that people make, and they think they understand this, and they don't. You are not going to have Medicare pay for your long-term care. We'll talk about Medicaid in a minute, but let's talk about Medicare. They have this idea that Medicare is going to cover long-term care. Medicare does not, unequivocally, does not pay for long-term care, yes or no? Actually, it pays for a very small amount. 90 90 days. A maximum of 100 days. But on on average, if you look at the statistics, every year, on average, Medicare is covered 25 to 27 days of long-term care. And that's it. And the reason is that Medicare is an acute health care program. It's just like your medical insurance at work that doesn't cover long-term care needs. The same thing is true of Medicare. It only covers you as long as you're expected to improve. And once you stabilize, which is what happens with long-term care, you're no longer eligible for Medicare benefits. Now, now you said something here that's really important. I want our, our listeners to understand this yeah, it, it, because it can be tragic. Um, and I have a, a, a personal example of this with a friend of mine who uh, was passing away from cancer um, and did not have long-term care and was in a facility. And once Medicare determined he was not improving, they kicked him out, okay, and he, he wound up having to go uh, back to home and be taken care of at home because he could not stay in that facility because he was not improving. Therefore, they would, and that was a nursing home, therefore they would not pay 
to keep him in there. So Medicare does, if you, if you need to be in an assisted living facility for a year, two years, two year, two and a half years, a nursing home for six months, whatever it is, after your 100 days is gone, you're done. That's it. And, and that only 100 days only applies if, as you said, you are showing continued improvement. Yeah, yes. That, yeah, that 100 days is, you know, it's, it's kind of bogus. You know, as I said, the average is 25 to 27. So, you know, I don't know how many people are getting 100, but I'd say it's minuscule. Yeah, and, and, and it's very restrictive um, and, and, and in terms of what it doesn't, what it doesn't do, and what it covers and what it doesn't cover. Here's the other one that we love. I'm just going to get Medicaid, Claude. I don't have to worry about it. Medicaid is going to take care of me. Let, 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 let's quantify what Medicaid is going to do. And then, and then I want to I you know, uh, tell the folks a little bit about what it's like to be in a Medicaid facility, because I don't think a lot of people really kind of get that. But let, let's talk about what will Medicaid do and what does it take for you to get Medicaid? Yeah, as you say, there's really several problems there. There's one of all the barriers that we'll, we'll talk about of getting Medicaid. The second is that even with what they're doing now, there's no way the government can afford this. And the government's giving lots of signals trying to tell everybody, hey, we can't afford this, or at least certain elements of the government. And then, as you point out, there's also the quality of care issue when you're on Medicaid. So, you know, to answer your question, first of all, you know, if you're going to go on Medicaid, you have to spend down your assets. Okay, explain spend down. So spend down, what, what happens is the government says, uh, you know, you're responsible for this. Medicaid is a welfare program, okay? So you have to use your assets and your income. All of your income uh, has to go to Medicaid other than varies by states, but generally around $2,000 that you're able to, to keep $2,000 plus the care of your, of your, the cost of your med sub. But your assets, you have to spend down except for protected assets, and they'll protect your home because they're hoping that you you know you're going to recover and be able to stay in your home in, in some in some cases right in partnership states well in right. most states they'll okay. pr- well what they'll do is they'll protect your home when you go on medicaid but then when you when you die or when your spouse dies they'll recover against the home so the, in, so in it's a short term benefit yeah what you're saying is this is a loan Right. It, this absolutely. is a lo- it's a loan. They're going to come back and absolutely. they're going to go. That's exactly what Medicaid Hi, Mrs. is. Mrs. Jones, Mr. Jones has passed away now and 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 you owe us this money. So right. y- when are we going to get paid? So this is a loan from the state. Yes. That's exactly right. Okay. So 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 what what winds up happening is you get a loan. That loan allows you to go into a nursing home or a facility and pays X. You give up your social security. You give mm-hmm. up any retirement money you have. Mm-hmm. You give up anything you spend. You have to get rid of all your assets down, and they have a five-year look back. Am I correct? Right. Okay. So that just gives you some idea of what goes on with this. We're going to come back after the break. I'm going to get into this a little more, but I want you to understand where we're going with this. There is no free ride out there from the government on nursing home care, uh, being in an assisted living facility, or even in-home care from Medicare or Medicaid. We'll come back and we'll wrap that part up and then we'll get into what goes on with real long-term care policies. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate broadcasting on the HIA Radio Network. I'll be right back after the break, coast to coast, across the USA.
Welcome back. I'm your healthcare advocate, Carrie Hall. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting here on the HIA Radio Network, coast to coast across the USA. My producer, Mr. Jim Moore, my special guest in studio, Claude Tho from Target Insurance. Claude is a nationally recognized expert on this topic, one of the five most influential, important people in the long-term care industry. And so he is a great guest to have in here today, and we're delving into some of the issues surrounding long-term care. I'm going to do something I don't normally do. I'm going to offer you a white paper today, and it's going to be, it'll come to you free. If you want it, simply go to the website, americashealthcareadvocate.com, or call 877-385-2224, 877-385-2224, and we will send it out to you. Here's what we're going to give you. First of all, for those of you in the sandwich generation who've got parents and you're trying to discuss this issue and it's very difficult to discuss with him, you know the burden for this is going to come to you at some point in life if they can't take care of it. I did it for 16 years with my mother. So believe me, I understand. I paid for the nursing home that she was in and and went through this whole drill. So I understand it. We're going to offer you a white paper that talks about how to discuss this issue with your parents. So if it's something you're, it's a touchy subject, it's difficult to discuss, but we're going to offer you a white paper on that. We're also going to offer you in this white paper information on the actual costs of nursing homes. We're going to give you, we're going to use the Kansas City Metro. So for those of you in California, add about another 30% to this. For those of you in New York, forget about it. But we're going to give you a white paper that actually shows you the cost of nursing homes. We'll use some local ones here to give you an idea so you can see what it actually costs. All right. And then we're going to give you one other piece to this white paper, which is on self-insurance. So here I am. I just sold my company. I had a client that actually did this, sold his company for $6 million and told me I don't need to buy a long-term care policy. And then when we looked at the actual numbers, his wife said, yes, we do. <laughs> so so, uh, so he did buy a long-term care policy. But my, we're going to offer you three pieces of information there. How to discuss it with your parents, if you've got a parent you want to discuss it with. What's the real cost of a nursing home, okay? And how do you self-insure if you choose to do that, and what's the real cost of self-insurance? All you have to do is go to our website, send me an email. We'll send you the information, americashealthcareadvocate.com, or call us at 877-385-2224. Let's go back to this myth about Medicaid. People think that, as you, you know, as we discussed earlier, as we went out on the break, that it's you know that I'm going to be able to take Medicaid. That you see all these attorneys advertising that they're going to get you Medicaid, they're going to get you coverage, disability, et cetera, et cetera. Those windows are getting closer, closer. They're they're closing more and more every day, Claude. Because as you said, you know, there's a challenge in front of the Supreme Court right now on Obamacare, Patient Protection Affordable Health Care Act. One of the challenges that is going to be heard by the Supreme Court is states saying we can't afford to implement Obamacare because we don't have the money for the Medicaid side. Well, this is another part of that issue. It doesn't involve Obamacare, but it's another part of the issue where states are running out of money. And so it's becoming more and more difficult. And if you get the benefit, you give up everything. You're, whatever you've had, if you've got you know, a quarter of a million dollars sitting in an account somewhere, the spend down requires you to get rid of that down to about $2,000 in certain states, 1000 in others. Uh, your home, if it's not a partnership state, you know, is not protected after both of you are deceased. That goes away. Anything you thought about leaving to your children is out the window, yes? Well, pretty much. You know, there's, there, there's, you know the government's not even going to be able to continue to do what it does right now. But, you know, right now, if you're a couple, you can protect uh, up to half of your assets, but not more than $109,560 uh, 
for your well spouse in the community. That was, that was a pretty specific number, 109,560. Right. Okay, that's the maximum that you can protect. Right, that assumes you have 218,000 or more. Right. If you have less than that, you then, then it's less. So, right. And, and, you know, all of these things, as you're saying, they're compressing. You know, uh, the, these attorneys that are advertising, they're telling you under today's laws, we can get you on if you need care today. You know, ask them if they think that they can guarantee you that you'll be able to get on, on Medicaid in five years or in 10 years. They're going to say, what are you talking about? <laughs> you know, they can't guarantee you anything no. down the future. No. Of course not. And, 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 and we're living longer. As, as I said, you know, more Americans will turn 100 this year in this country than any other time. We're living longer, which means what? You know, I just saw a piece on 60 Minutes the other day. Meryl Streep is going to do uh, Margaret Thatcher. She's done the movie. Mm-hmm. And then they showed Margaret Thatcher, who is now in severe stages of dementia. Um, you know, the, it, 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 it's a horrible thing. Mm-hmm. And, and, it, it, and uh, you know, if you don't have a caregiver 24-7, you know, <laughs> Medicaid, are you serious? You know, it, this is another thing that, that, that just you, people just don't get this unless they've had the experience. Have you ever walked in one of those places? You know, I, I've been in a number of them. Usually when you walk through the door, the first thing that hits you is the smell of the place. Then you walk in and you see the conditions these people are living in. Two people to a room, a curtain between the two of them uh, for privacy, and, and, and it's a warehouse for people to die. It's what I'm, I'm I, I, you know, I, I don't want to be overdramatic, but I mean, if you ever go in and tour one of those places, um, they're, they're, how they even make it work on the money they receive from Medicaid, it, it, it's amazing to me. And the care in the facilities is horrific. Am I right or wrong? Well, uh, you know, I think you covered a lot of things there, but you're right. First of all, we are living longer. People that are healthy enough to qualify for long-term care insurance, if you've got a couple age 65, there's about almost a 50% chance that one of them will live to 95. I mean, it's just amazing how our longevity is increasing at those upper ages. And so the issue now in today's world is not, will you live well beyond age 85? The issue is, will you live well beyond Beyond age age 85? 85? Yeah. Okay. And quality so, of life. Quality of life issues. You know, you know, you talk about the quality of care in, in the facilities. They're trying to do a good job, but with what the government's paying them, Thank you. It's, it's impossible. And yeah. And and you know, you, uh, another quality of life issue is one of the one of the issues I like to talk about is control of the remote. Oh, know, that's co- one of the reasons people want to stay at home. Yeah. Okay. If you're in a nursing home and you're in a lounge watching TV, you got no control of what's going on. If you're in your room and there's somebody else, you may have your control of your remote, but there's somebody else sharing that room that's got their TV blaring. So, you know, people, that's one of the many reasons people want to stay at home is because of the better quality of care, the more comfortable around surroundings, being able to see the programs they want, do what they want, and have more control over their caregivers. But they can stay at home with their Medicaid payment, can't they, Claude? No, they cannot. Repeat that again? <laughs> no, they cannot. Okay, there is no in-home care with Medicaid, right or wrong? It, it, at times, there's a little bit with the states uh, under very stringent rules, but when budget cuts come, the first thing that goes is the home care. The state of Louisiana actually had a court decision that said that you had to p- p- cover home care, and they had to back off because as a result of that, their costs mushroomed so much that they violated a federal law in terms of, of Medicaid costs. And so all the parties had to come together and change their practices and change their, their court ruling because it didn't work. So across the country, it would be fair to say that you are not going to be able to have an extended home in your state paid for by Medicaid. Correct. Yeah, and that, that, that's another common misconception is that, gee, 
Medicaid is going to give me what I need. I'm going to be in a nursing home, assisted living soldier home. No, you're not. Mm-hmm. And if you do, you will meet the stringent requirements of Medicaid along with the five-year look back at your state. Now we've described all the problems. When I come back after the break, we're going to give you the solution. We're going to give you a cost effective solution so you can understand what you need to do. If you want the white paper on the cost of nursing homes, how to discuss the issue with your parents, and what it, if you choose to self-fund, what does it really mean to self-fund, go to the website, americashealthcareadvocate.com, send me an email, call 877-385-2224. I'll be right back after the break. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting coast to coast across the USA. Welcome back. I'm your healthcare advocate, Kerry Hall. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting here on the HIA Radio Network, coast to coast across the Fruited Plain. My producer, Mr. Jim Moore, my special guest in studio, Claude Thau, one of the five most important people in the United States, expert on long-term care. And we're lucky to have him in studio. Once again, if you want that white paper on how to discuss this with your parents, the nursing home assisted living actual costs, and how do you self-insure if you choose to do that, 877-385-2224. We'll send it out to you. Or if you just want to find, you just want to get some information on can you get a long-term care policy? What does it cost? uh, Or go to the website, americashealthcareadvocate.com. Send me an email and I'll be happy to get to you. You know, we, we, we gave them the problem, Claude. Now let's give them the solution. And first off, let's start with what's the actual cost? Let's just use, we live here in the Midwest where gasoline is $2.91 a gallon this morning. <laughs> For those of you out there in California, San Luis Obispo, eat your heart out. Uh, <laughs> and, and Hawaii and other places this show broadcast. But but the cost of living here is pretty reasonable compared to a lot of places in the country. Mm-hmm. What's the cost, the range of cost for nursing home, assisted living facility right here in the Midwest today? Well, here in the Kansas City area, a private room in a nursing home runs from about $167 a day to $400 a day based on our uh, survey that my staff has done. The average is is two thirty seven, and the cost of of a nursing home or an assisted living facility is, uh, you know, very positively correlated to the cost of real estate in your area. So yes, it varies by state, but it even varies within state. You know, in in Kansas City, it's going to cost more than in Emporia. You know, in San Francisco, it's going to cost a lot more than in Visalia. Right. So so that 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 that's a big part of this. So here we are in the Midwest, as I said. Uh, and we used Kansas as an example, and I'm, and I'm just trying to give you a yardstick so you can understand this. 167 on the low end, 400 on the high end. The average is 237 a day. Uh, that's the average cost of a nursing home. All right, so I want to buy a long-term care policy. First thing people need to understand is your health is an asset, Claude. And if you sit there and tell you, well, I'll just wait till I'm 70. I'll wait till I'm 75. The more you develop health issues, because these are medically underwritten quotes, medically underwritten policies, mm-hmm. The, the, the narrower, the harder it becomes. You and I have got a case we're working on right now where the husband is fine, the wife's got just a touch of dementia. We went through a whole testing process, sent you all the stuff, and I don't think we're going to be able to get them coverage because she's got the beginnings of dementia and nobody will touch her. So your health is an asset, which is what I tell people. You buy it not only with your money, but you buy it with your health, yes? Yes. <clears throat> people say, you know, you pay for it with your money, but you buy it with your health. I, I like that. Pay for it with your money, buy it with your health. And, it, and, you know, the issue on dementia, it's not a question of whether you have a touch of dementia. You've got a touch of dementia, you're gone. 
The, the question is whether you have signs that indicate that you're more prone to dementia, which can occur. So they, you know, they do some testing to determine that. And definitely you want to buy this stuff as young as you can. Uh, you know, what we do when we sell this stuff is we use a 5% escalator in there that automatically increases the benefits 5% a year. And we show people that, you know, it's just like buying a bank account for your kids. You wait 10 years longer and, you know, you, if, you, if you've stopped, if you don't buy, if you buy 10 years earlier, you're going to have 63% more money available at the time you need care. And, and as costs escalate, and you and I, we, we've got a, in fact, one of the things we do, folks, is we illustrate, we actually illustrate to you, we show you the costs, we show you the different quotes that are out there, on, and we have a, an illustration sheet that Claude put together for us. It's a wonderful tool, and it actually shows you how all this works, and, and as you go down the road, you know, what you started out today as a $100 benefit, you know, in 10 years is going to be a $250 benefit, uh, theoretically. Uh, as 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 inflation continues and the compound inflation riders add on to this, so you're always keeping up with the increased costs. So there are there are there are three critical things that when we talk about long term care, Claude, that we make sure people have. One is what you just described, the compound inflation rider. Okay, so that the hundred dollar benefit today or the hundred and fifty dollar benefit today is going to be worth X down the road as the price for this continues to grow, because as more people need it. As space becomes more difficult to find, you know, the costs are going to go up. It just, it is what it is. All right. Number two is the shared care rider. And this is a really big thing because we do mostly term policies. I mean, almost 95% of what we sell are term policies, meaning they have a three-year or five-year or seven-year benefit, whatever that particular uh, husband and wife or, or individual chooses. And at the, if, if, it's a, if it's a husband and wife and they've each picked a five-year benefit, and the husband needs a year more. And sorry, guys, but we're always the first ones to go. At least that's typically the way it works. Um, the, the, the wife can give a year off of her policy to continue taking care of him. So the shared care thing is a big deal, yes? It is. <clears throat> I'd like to clarify, because you used the word term, just want to make sure, because some Please. people misunderstand that. This will cover you for the rest of your life for any, any time that a need occurs. But and in, in what you're describing is if you use the maximum amount of the benefit every month, you can set it up so that it'll run out after three years. If right. you use less, it'll last longer. Or you can pick a five-year benefit period, which means if you use the maximum amount every year, every month for five years, it'll run out. If you use less, it'll last longer. So that's what you're talking about is the, the term after you go on claim. But before you go on claim, it'll cover you for the you know any time a claim starts. Absolutely. And, uh, yeah, the, what the shared care does is the shared care says, uh, you know, Carrie and Laurie each have a five-year policy. What we're going to do is we're going to lash those, tie those policies together. Instead of each having a five-year policy, together they've got a 10-year policy. So let's say Carrie dies and never uses it. Laurie's now got a 10-year policy. Isn't that wonderful? And, and she's likely to need more because she's got nobody to take care of her. So as soon as she needs care, she's likely to get commercial care. And of course, women, women last a long time. If Carrie needs seven years, as, as you were saying earlier, he can use up his five years and then dip into Laurie's and take two of hers. And she may not need those two, so that's fine. She'll still have three years left. Or if she needs more, she's got the money that they didn't spend on the sixth and seventh year of, of Carrie. Yeah. Or she can go out there if she's healthy and say, boy, Carrie's got dementia. He's going to be needing this a long time. I can see how valuable this is now. I'm going to go out and buy more on myself. Right, by, by a couple more years. Now, and, and here's what, th this one is probably the most important one in my mind. 
because it, it, you know, a, a, as I sit and talk to people, and you in my age bracket, I'm 62. You're a little younger than I am, Claude. But as I talk to actually, people, actually, I'm a little older than you are. <laughs> <laughs> I had to throw that in there to see if you, uh, 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 you know, a, a, as I sit and talk to people, especially uh, you know, in our age bracket, moving one of the one of the worst things and one of the biggest fears people have as they age is I don't want to be in a damn nursing home. I do not want to be in a nursing home. I I want to be able to. I have a good friend of mine whose mother just died. At 97 years of age, she lived in her home and died in her home. But she had the ability to have care. So in-home care, which is one of the other three things that all these policies have to have that we offer, meaning you can stay in your home and a caregiver comes to you three days a week, four days a week, five days, whatever it is that you need to have happen. Talk about in-home care and why that's so important. Remember what we said earlier, it's not covered by Medicaid, only in very narrow circumstances. It's not covered all by Medicare. So let's let's talk about why that in-home care thing is such a big deal. You know, oh, there's so many reasons why it's such a big deal. You know, people want to stay at home. They want to stay at home so they can live their lives with their families. They want to have real-time interactions with their children and with their grandchildren. They want to stay in their comfortable environment. They want to eat what they want, when they want. They want to bathe how they want, when they want. As I said they want, earlier, they want to have control of the remote. They want to have control of their caregivers. If you're in a nursing home or facility, you've got no control over who your caregivers are. People won't complain about the service in a facility because they're afraid of retaliation. You're at home, and you and your family are controlling who your caregivers are. If you're not getting good care— Fire them. Right. You know, if you're getting really good care, give them a raise to keep them on. Your family—and you can. what you can do is, you know, the best type of care— is a combination of family care and commercial care because your family members know what you want, they love you, they care about your needs, and the commercial caregivers know what practices will work and can advise your family on how to take care of you and what to look out for, what to be prepared for, and such like that. So putting those together is the best of both worlds. And what happens is, you know, when people go into a nursing home, there's a number of reasons why they go into a nursing home. One reason is because they can afford to pay for the care themselves, but they're not willing to, uh, you know, they, 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 and so they, they, they're not willing to pay for somebody to come out to their home because the kids can't be out there all the time. So they may move in with their kids. You know, one, one well, of the that's things a, that we that's find, a lovely experience. Long-term care insurance avoids people moving in, having to move in right. with their kids because they'll, they'll move in with their kids. Even if they can afford home care, they're not willing to spend the money. They're afraid that they're going to outlive, outlive their money. Okay? Correct. They consider it, yeah, hey, that's, we're taking that out of our kids' inheritance. We don't want to do that. Or they just, they just think it's too expensive because they remember what things cost when they were 35 years old, like right. we all do, right? So there's a lot of problems with, with it. And, and this, 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 this kind of gives you an understanding, ladies and gentlemen, of, of, of what we're talking about here. Why is that in-home care thing such a big deal? Because it's the number one option that most people want to exercise when it becomes time for this issue to be dealt with. So, again, if you want the white paper on how to discuss this with your parents, cost of actual nursing homes, how to self-insure, and general information, we will send that out to you, americashealthcareadvocate.com. Send me an email if you want. Call us, 877-385-2224, 877-385-2224. Request the white paper and we'll get it out to you. I'll be back after the break. We'll talk some more about this. We'll talk about actual costs now and what it actually costs. You'll be surprised how affordable this is. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting on the HIA radio network, coast to coast across the USA.
Welcome back. I'm your healthcare advocate, Carrie Hall. You're listening to America's Healthcare Advocate Show, broadcasting here on the HIA Radio Network. My producer, Mr. Jim Moore, my special guest in studio, Claude Thal, recognized national expert on long-term care, as you can tell by listening. If you want our white paper, by the way, we're going to add to that if you're a parent and you want to discuss this with your kids. You know, the, the kids that say, hey, mom, don't buy that long-term care policy. You can move in with me. Well, that usually lasts about six months, and then the wheels start to come off. At least that's been my experience. 877-385-2224 if you want the white paper. 877-385-2224 if you just want information about this. Or americashealthcareadvocate.com, americashealthcareadvocate.com. Oh, you touched on something a minute ago, and we're going to talk about cost here in a minute. But <clears throat> When we're healthy and we're doing well, we take a lot of things for granted, Claude. I remember my mother calling me, and I'm not exaggerating, eight, nine, ten times a day sometimes uh, to talk to me about this issue or that issue or the food or whatever the case may be. And I lived in California, and she was here in Kansas City at the time. Um, you know, one of the things she constantly complained about, and she was in a very nice facility run by nuns. It was a great place. They did a good job, but it was cafeteria food, okay? And, you know, she had her own private room, little kitchen at the whole nine yards. We were constantly funneling food, channeling food to her because she complained about the food. You know, just what you stay in your home, you can have a caregiver come in. You can have somebody come in and help with meals, and they'll fix what you want. You can eat when you want. You don't have to go to the dining room at 2 o'clock or 1 o'clock or at 5 o'clock and sit at the table you're assigned to. People don't realize how much of their freedom goes away when they're forced to be into one of these facilities, which only, in my opinion, emphasizes even more why home health care and long-term care policies are so important. Would you agree? Yeah, I think so. And, and you know, the, if you look at it from a home care side, that's where it also can become more affordable to get some help at home because you don't need as much. Too many people come, you know, they'll say, oh, the price of a nursing home private room in this area is $180 a day, so you need $180 a day of coverage. Well, you know, for home, home care costs per hour are about the same across the country for unskilled care, which a lot of this is unskilled care. Right. It's and so, you know, $180 a day would cover, you know, seven, eight hours of home care. Right. And so, you know, just think, you know, if you had a policy that would would give you two to four hours of home care a day, what would that impact be on your family caregivers? You know, that would allow them to have a life, to take a shower, to go get their hair cut and, you know, things like that, which which is wonderful because that avoids caregiver burnout. Well, and, you know, there's also a dignity issue here. And, and, and you know, y- y- the idea of having your daughter take you to the bathroom or, or to have to help you shower, uh, that doesn't excite me. It's not mm-hmm. something I want to have happen in my lifetime. Um, you know, you're, you're losing your dignity. And, 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 you know, if you've got a caregiver or somebody can do that, that's somebody that does that, understands that that's what they do. It's a different situation. It's not your daughter who you're looking at across. You know, there's just there's so many things that people don't think about tied to this. You know, we talk about a three-year policy and a five-year policy, typically on the term side. Let's talk about affordability because, you know, we have seen here uh, locally and, and even around the country where we've written policies, I've seen premiums, annual premiums, as low as $1,900 for a three-year policy for a husband and wife, uh, they're very affordable now. There are some very good policies, Genworth, John Hancock. Let's talk about some of that. <clears throat> well, that's true. Well, you know, with a three-year benefit period, uh, even with uh, shared care, uh, you know, say, say you're in your mid-50s and your average health, not qualifying even for a preferred health discount. Just a standard policy. Yeah, 50, you know, if you're 55 and you get a policy that would cover you know, say four to five hours of, of home care with a 5% escalating to hope to, to maintain that uh, buying power, 
Yeah, you know, for a, a couple thousand dollars, uh, roughly, you could get that for yourself and your spouse and also have the shared care feature. That would and, make and the it, home health care feature. Right. That would make it, you know, like six years between the two of Correct. you. Correct. And, you know, obviously that can do a lot of good for a lot of people. And with the state partnership programs, you know, that adds even more value to yeah, it. Yeah. If you're in a partnership state, then, then and, 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 uh, you know, th- that's another piece that, that adds that and helps you protect more of your assets. So, so you know, and, and three-year policy is probably not optimal. I've got a lifetime policy, but I'm paranoid, you know, Claude, <laughs> because I see this every day. We've got a lifetime benefit, both Lori and I do from uh, John Hancock. But, you know, a three-year is a great place to start. And when you contrast that $2,000, this is the one I love. Well, if I paid that $2,000 and I did it for um, uh, 15 years, that's $30,000. Mm-hmm. Well, well, couldn't I just take that $30,000 and uh, use it myself and, and take care of myself? So the average <laughs> year in a nursing home, assisted living facility, give me a number, Claude. Well, the, the you know, I like to... to Break it into pieces. If you need care for about, if you need care for at least a year, the average of those people is four and a half years. Yeah. Okay. And, you know, let's say you bought a three-year policy for you and your spouse. You know, at any point in time, you could each get three years, you'd each have three years of coverage. Right. the two of you, six years. Uh, you know, if you instead, if you invested that money and you did it religiously and timely, you know, not delaying, every, every, every year you put that annual premium in there, and you were able to earn 5% on your money. So let's say you had a 34% uh, marginal tax rate. You know, it, it would cover seven-tenths of a year. You know, it would cover about eight months for the two of you put together, uh-huh. you know, as opposed to having three years of coverage for each of you, you'd have basically eight, eight and a half months for the two of you put together. So, you know, we can, you, we can run the numbers for people oh, based we do on whatever, whatever interest rate they think they can earn, whatever their customized uh, tax return is. And the reason that the reason this works is because long-term care insurance is use it or lose it. And some people don't like it. And we have products that, that change that, but that's the magic because the insurance companies can take the money that they set aside for people who never need care. And some of the money they set aside for people who need a, only little care and give it to the people who need, who need a lot, a lot of, care. of care. Right. And that's the key. Thank you very much for doing this today. This was uh, a great. We're going to do some more of these. We're going to do a little series here and continue to educate you in long-term care. I think you can see why this is important. 877-385-2224. We'll send you the white paper. How to talk to your children. Children, how to talk to your parents. Uh, We'll send you some illustrations of actual costs. And uh, we'll send you some information on self-insuring. So if you want that white paper, 877-385-2224, or go to the website, americashealthcareadvocate.com, americashealthcareadvocate.com, and we will get you uh, the information. Just send me an email. And now I leave you with this thought from Thomas Jefferson, ladies and gentlemen. Government big enough to supply everything you need is government big enough to take away everything you have. The course of history shows as government grows, Liberty decreases. You keep that in mind when we're talking about our friends in Washington, D.C. And now, friends, remember, it's a funny thing about life. If you refuse to accept anything but the very best, you most often get it. Thank you for listening to America's Healthcare Advocate, broadcasting on the HIA Radio Network. Goodbye, America. 